Brothers and sisters, I just want to express uh, sincere gratitude for a really tremendous Lent. And why was it a really tremendous Lent? Because we're sinners and we know it. And you approached the mercy of God and so many, of pe- so many people grew closer to our Lord this Lent. That's what makes it the best Lent. I've only been a priest six years. Oh, not yet six years. This is my, si- my sixth year. But this was just the most tremendous Lent. Our last Mer- Mercy Monday, when I was in the confessional all, all day, was the busiest day of confessions I've had in my almost six years now. And it was tremendous to see your generosity with the Lord, to see your trust in the Lord. Because for seven straight hours without a break, I heard confessions. It was amazing. I've never had that happen before. I've, I've surpassed all, the, all the, 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 the records that my brother priests have, right? I got a one-up on them, right? Why? Because of you and your love and your trust of the Lord. You sought the Lord's mercy and of course you received it. It was phenomenal. So thank you, thank you. Thank you. Today is Divine Mercy Sunday, a feast of the church to celebrate specifically the Lord's unending mercy, limitless mercy. And we hear in today's gospel that the Lord desires this peace in our hearts. So he finds the apostles after his passion and death and resurrection, and they're hiding. They don't know what to think. They're not sure what's going on. They're in darkness. They're in doubt. They're in despair. They've denied our Lord in some cases. They've run away. And he seeks them out and he finds them. And rather than saying, where were you while I was suffering and dying? He goes, peace be with you. And they're not sure what to make of it. So he repeats it again. Peace be with you. The Lord desires his peace to dwell in our hearts. He wants to be at peace with us. He wants to be reconciled to us. That's the entire point of his passion, his death, and resurrection. I want to be in relationship with you. So he extends that hand, peace be with you. And then entrusting to these apostles, his first priest, he, in this moment, breathes on them and says, receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, whose sins you retain are retained. That's amazing. To forgive sins in God's name. This is, this is no small feat. This didn't happen in the Old Testament. This didn't happen with the Old Testament priests, with the Old Covenant. But it happens in the New. That the priests of Jesus Christ forgive sins in His name. Not in the name of Bob, but in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. It's a tremendous gift and a tremendous authority. And if we're given a gift, we need to use that gift, and we use it well. Now, I've heard this said very often. It's a very good question to ask. They say, Father, why can't I confess my sins directly to God? And I said, you can confess your sins directly to God. We ought to, in fact. That ought to be part of our daily conversation with the Lord, part of our prayer. The Lord wants to know your heart. The Lord desires a a relationship with you and with me. So yes, do that. And go to the sacrament of confession. And why? Because the Lord has given us this gift And if we're going to use the gift well, we use it. To be thankful for the gift, we use it. In the letter of James, he says, Are there any who are sick among you? Let them send for the priests of the church and let the priests pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. 
and the prayer of faith will save the sick persons, and the Lord will raise them up. And if they have committed any sins, their sins will be forgiven them. Let us therefore confess our sins to each other. So once again, we're talking about both confession and anointing of the sick and the authority he has given his priests. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. The Lord desires peace with us, desires to be reconciled to us, and he knows how difficult it is sometimes to understand that, yes, I have been forgiven. Yes, I have received this great gift. He knows that we need a tangible experience of his love and mercy, just like Thomas did. Unless I place my finger into the holes in his hands and my, my hand into his side, I will not believe. And for us, unless I hear those words, I absolve you from your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, we find it hard to believe. And we can know, because we have a tangible experience of the love of God, of the mercy of God, right there in the confessional. It's a tremendous thing. So let's go for that tangible experience to know, Lord, I have been forgiven. Lord, now I am at peace. And in the sacrament of confession, we are granted peace. Not once, not twice, but three times. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Today is the Feast of Divine Mercy. And we celebrate this feast in a particular way because our Lord, time and time again, as he speaks to the saints, he gives this message of his unfathomable mercy. And he said this, he, he gave many messages to St. Faustina. That image is how our Lord appeared to her, that beautiful image of divine mercy. And he said this, among very many other things to her, he said, when you approach the confessional, know this, that I myself am waiting there for you. I am only hidden by the priest, but I myself act in your soul. We forgive in the name of Jesus Christ. It's a tremendous thing. So let's continue the great work that started in Lent, brothers and sisters, of approaching the Lord and his mercy. And let me just leave you with these three things to think about. First, there is no such thing as an unforgivable sin. There is no such thing as an unforgivable sin. As long as we have humble, contrite hearts, the Lord can, will always forgive us. Second, going to confession isn't that difficult. We've got little cheat sheets right over there. If it's been a while, I'll help you through. Third, the Lord desires peace with you, reconciliation with you more than anything else. And you will have peace having been to confession. And fourth, maybe I'll just add this. Rest assured that your pastor has a brain injury, so he'll forget everything you say about three seconds after you say it. So don't you worry about the priest judging you. That's not my place to judge you. It's a place of mercy, not judgment. And it's an opportunity to begin again. So let's continue to the good work of Lent. Let's begin again. And through the Lord Jesus Christ, let's all have the peace that he offers to us. Amen.